Welcome to the Attraction Project Podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa Wood, and this is a place where we come to get real about our dating and relationship patterns, take control of those narratives, and finally start attracting who we deserve. In this podcast, we're going way beyond the law of attraction, okay? We're not here to get into how to manifest our dream partners overnight. This is a project, a full-on journey, and we're going on it together. So buckle up. Greetings, friends. Welcome or welcome back, and thank you so much for being here. Let's get cozy and talk a little bit about manifestation, shall we? Get your coffee, your tea, your kombucha, your vodka, whatever your thing is, we don't judge here. And let's get real about what this term actually means. Because I have a YouTube channel, I just don't post on it anymore. And part of the reason for that is that I would get a lot of comments across multiple videos with people asking me how to manifest a specific person or even an ex back into their lives. I would get asked about manifesting wealth, weight loss, the lottery, etc. But for the most part, it was someone asking how to attract a specific person or get someone back into their lives. And the trending clickbaity results for this topic are techniques and hacks to essentially make someone love you back. And I'm not going to lie, this got to me a little bit. Made me feel some type of way. So we're going to talk about it. Because I feel like this type of advice that suggests that we almost force someone to be attracted to us is very counterintuitive. So disclaimer, I'm going to get real with you guys on this topic, as usual, okay? We're not getting into how to fit the mold of what someone else might want so that maybe they could love you someday. This will be practical yet powerful advice on shifting your energy so that you can become magnetic to just about anyone. And yes, that can mean a specific person, but we'll get into it, so stick around. So as I hinted before, I don't think it's healthy to do what a lot of people out there are doing to try and attract someone. But I also don't want to sound insensitive because I get it, right? We all get it. It hurts when we want to be with somebody and it's not reciprocated. But pining after someone and making all of these desperate attempts to try and get someone to want us back is hurting more than it's helping. And that's because we're trying to energetically control and manipulate how someone else feels about us. Again, not trying to sound insensitive, but remember, we're getting real with this, right? The other person can subconsciously feel that attempted control, and it tends to create resistance and push them away. So first things first, if this is you, if you're pining after someone who isn't available to you, I need you to ask yourself why you even want to be with this specific person. This is very important because if you're in this type of situation, it means that the other person hasn't shown interest back and you're feeling that sting of rejection, which in turn makes you want them more, right? So there could be some background noise behind why you've attached yourself to someone who makes you work for their attention or affection. This was personally a pattern for me stemming from my upbringing. Growing up, I always felt like I was having to reach for someone's affection. My parents divorced by the time I was five, and after that, I had a stepfather who made it seem like his love for me and my sisters didn't come free. It felt like we had to earn it in some way. And that's because that's what he got growing up, right? That's all he knew. But I took on the responsibility of working for his acceptance. So I adopted people-pleasing, And I developed almost a needy energy towards finding love as an adult, which brought me to people who made me feel like I did when I was growing up. Tiny science lesson real quick. There's something in our brainstems called the reticular activating system, or RAS. 
This is responsible for essentially filtering our reality and what we see in it. In light of relationships, do you ever wonder why you're constantly attracting the same types of people? Something imprinted on that part of your brain, and it allows you to only see certain types of things and people in your reality. Your RIS is filtering out people and experiences that don't align with, in this case, your potentially negative beliefs about love. So it's going to show you people that do align with those beliefs until you start to shift them. Because when I started dating as a young adult, I was consistently choosing partners who made me feel like there was always something about me that I had to change to be acceptable to them. And these relationships were exhausting because I was always calibrating myself and my energy to match the standards of the guys that I was interested in. So I was rejecting myself and in turn, others would reject me. There's a universal law of correspondence, which states as above, so below, as below, so above. So everything in our reality is a direct reflection of our internal state of being. So if this person you're interested in is not showing interest back, accept their disinterest. Very important, because sometimes people just aren't interested, right? It just, it sucks, but it is what it is. But we have to accept it. First things first. And then figure out what type of energy you're projecting out to others because they are picking up on it. When we radiate that needy energy, desperate energy, and essentially low self-worth, people can feel that. And it acts as a repellent that makes them want to pull away. So reel that shit back in and put your energy and your power back into yourself. When you're no longer forcing that energy onto someone else and you start focusing on your well-being and fully loving and accepting you... You create your own little whirlpool, or vortex, if you will, of loving energy within yourself, and that projects out and pulls different people into your reality. So instead of pushing people away, that new energy begins to draw them in. I've learned this from experience, okay? In the past, when I've been broken up with, or wanted someone who wasn't interested in me, I would have a tendency to throw, yes, throw, that needy type of energy at these guys. And this was in my late teens, early 20s, okay? We all have to learn what not to do when getting rejected, right? But I wouldn't be able to let go of that rejection. And I would almost try to prove my worthiness of being with them in a way. So I would try to change things about myself to fit the mold of the guy that I was interested in. Like if I do this or be like this, then he'll like me and want to be with me. But that was me being inauthentic and rejecting myself, which the other person could feel off of me. It's hard to gain the positive attraction of other people when you lack self-respect and when you're letting that fear of losing someone guide your behavior. Sometimes we just gotta let them go. So after a few experiences of pining after someone and trying to change myself to attract them, I realized that didn't work. Who knew? So I took that as an opportunity to get to know me, what I value in others as well as in myself, right? It's powerful to pinpoint the amazing things that you bring to the table too. But more importantly, I got to the root of why I was attracted to people who made me feel rejected and inadequate. Not that it's anyone's fault, okay? This is an energy exchange. I was drawn to people who were triggering my old familiar abandonment wounds, which I needed to get real about and take action to break that pattern. I had to set a lot of boundaries, stop tolerating certain behaviors, and more importantly, I had to stop outsourcing my happiness to the outside world and find it within myself. Because believe it or not, these people and these relationships are not the end-all be-all when it comes to feeling loved and fulfilled. So I essentially shifted my energy and focus onto myself. 
And when these same guys would see me not bothering with them anymore, but taking care of myself, being independent, and finding my authenticity, they would then be attracted to me because I cultivated a type of energy vortex within myself that attracted them to me. But the funny thing is, I wasn't interested in them anymore. Funny how that happens. But when I shifted my energy to feeling awesome about myself instead of scared, sad, desperate, and shameful, I created magic within myself. And that opened my heart and my reticular activating system to different types of people coming into my life, people who didn't reject me. This also took me making changes like pinpointing my passions and interests, things that I truly value in life, and surrounding myself with people who are like-minded. Get out of that comfort zone. Go do new things and meet new people. It's also important to find out your relationship attachment style, which I did an episode on recently, so if you haven't listened to that yet, I do recommend jumping over there after this one. I think it's episode two. But at the very basic attraction level, we're either secure in our relationships or we're not secure in our relationships, depending on our upbringing and the attachment we had to our caregivers. And if we're giving off that needy energy that we were talking about, we're not displaying secure attachment. But in turn, this typically means that neither is the other person that we're trying to attract. And question, do you really want to put your energy and your time into someone like that? Someone who doesn't show interest until the other person starts rejecting them? You should not have to put up with something like that. You're allowed to be true to who you are and attract people who show interest in that immediately. Trust me, there are people who will not make you work for their attention. Set new standards for yourself and choose the people that make you feel worthy, loved, and safe in just being you. But we can't see those people in our reality until we let go of those patterns and see ourselves through different lenses. So work on creating that vortex within yourself that draws different people into your energy field and see what you start noticing. And sorry to say, just want to put this out there, I want you to let go of the idea that this person that's rejecting you is your soulmate or twin flame, and that's why you feel the need to stick around. Not a bad thing to believe in soulmates. I have my own beliefs about that. (laughs) But this was another big thing that I noticed diving into the law of attraction space, that a lot of people cling to these people because they truly believe that they were manifested or placed in front of them because they were meant for them. But if someone is pulling away and making us feel small, that's our sign that they're not our person. Not to say they're not in our lives for a reason, but what if these people are just here to reflect back to us our unhealed patterns, need for boundaries, and we're not actually in love with them? What if they're just confirming our beliefs and giving our brains doses of familiarity from the past? Our bodies have a cool yet unfair ability to trick us into thinking that we're in love with people who are unavailable or continuously cause us heartache. Since our brains crave certainty and familiarity, it shoots off all these lovey-dovey chemicals which can blind us to those red flags in these other people. That being said, don't get paranoid if you're still healing all of this and also looking for love. Sometimes even just awareness, recognizing these patterns can help us break them. So please don't think you're just going to be attracting assholes all the time, okay? Just be authentic and really get to know the people that you date. Make your intentions and your values known. And if you can, (laughs) hold off on having sex for a while. Because we don't need those lovey bonding chemicals clouding us or blinding us to those red flags. And if you spot those potentially toxic characteristics that you started recognizing in certain people, take a step back, communicate, 
draw the lines, and say goodbye if you need to, because we're not here to settle. I've mentioned this before in another episode, but we have the right to choose our partners and not need them. We don't need these familiar patterns from our past that keep us stuck. We don't need these people that make us work for them and still give us nothing in return. We have plenty of other choices. We just have to shift that energy and allow ourselves to see them. So I'll leave you with that and conclude this episode. I really hope you got a lot out of this one. Follow the podcast if you're enjoying it so far and kindly leave me a review. (laughs) Reviews do help the podcast grow and it also lets me know how I'm doing. So I would really appreciate that. I'm also on Instagram now at The Attraction Project. So do with that information what you will. (laughs) But thank you guys so, so much for being here and I'll catch you in the next one.